0: Chicago Industry Podcast. Music, film, television, business, influencers, entertainers, creators, events, and sports. Celebrating the Chicago industry, past, present, and future. Always remember, Chicago is the culture. Into Chicago is a culture podcast. I'm your host Tina, and I'm here today with the wonderful Leon Da Vinci of Mudwig Media.
1: Hello, how you doing? How are you? I'm all right.
0: <laughs> so, how introduce you? yourself. Tell us what you do.
1: Uh, my name is Leon Da Vinci, and I do a whole lot of shit. And I don't, I don't know where it started, but it started with the artwork, and it went into all kind of other things: animation, painting, music videos, all kind of shit. But it started with the artwork. That was the key.
0: Is that your favorite thing of all the things that you do?
1: Out of everything I do, yeah. I would drop everything if I could just paint all day long. I would, I'm sorry to say it, but we media out the door. If I could just paint
0: yeah,
1: and do my own animations, I'd be all right.
0: So um, when you're painting, does that allow you to, is that like a zen zone? and just bring something out of you or.
1: yeah like painting is like it's like therapy yeah, to me I was just talking to my homie Milton about it where you know it's like you going through some crazy shit cuz right? okay. so when you when you were going through some crazy shit it's like it, it, I didn't try therapy going to talk to people and all that and it's not the same I don't, I'm not the type to talk to people or asking for help mm-hmm. what I'd rather do is go paint some shit that people look at and be like man you was angry when you made that you know what I mean? I want them to see it and feel some kind of pain, some kind of hurt, some kind of uh, something. You know, and I think that's uh, that's like my therapy. That's what I love to do. That's my, you know, my favorite thing.
0: The crazy is when I went, um, I just started following you on Instagram a couple days ago. And when I started looking at your pictures, I was like, oh my God, this is some sick, twisted, beautiful stuff. And I was like, he has to be going through something like anger or some type of aggression because mm. when your your pictures, are like a beautiful, twisted story.
1: That's what it's supposed to be. You know, I think, man, that's a good way to put it. Beautiful, twisted story. Because I want it to be want to be painful but there's always a little piece of inspiration in there you're going to have to look for right. but I want you to see that you're going to see that pain and all the fucked up things first you're going to have to look for 20 minutes before you find that inspiration then, but it's you know, one of
0: those things where it's just like you get um, in trap like you just you just want to keep looking. It's not like, oh yeah. my God, no. Like, you're like, oh yeah, I want to see more of this. Like, what? what's yeah. more to this? So that's why I said, uh, I'm like, oh my God. And I told Tennis when we were in the car, I'm like, it's like this beautiful twisted chaos.
1: Yeah, like, yeah. I, I think that's like, that's kind of how my life is. It was like beautiful, and then it's just crazy parts. Mm-hmm. And as an artist, you you uh, I kind of use those crazy parts as, as like my spinach. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. If there was no, if my life was perfect, I probably wouldn't be drawing nothing. Nothing. Not I'd have a job somewhere, something like that. I had to go through all the crazy things to make me uh, go different routes to experiment with new things, and you know.
0: So, by you being, I feel like you're like a, a, a super creative, like on a different dimension. Because I, I looked at dimension. Like, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> like I looked at your 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 drawings and. They're like these beautiful things, but then there's these soft, subtle things that you've created, and then it goes back to like this wild. I'm just like, mm. this is like, a, like such a flowy type thing. Everything just flows together. It doesn't mm. matter how deep and dark one part is, but it's like the joyful paintings. They just flow and mix oh, right.
1: said huh? they go together good,
0: huh?
1: They do. I guess this is part of the life. You know, it's not forced. You know, a lot of people got to force their artwork. Mm-hmm. or find a piece of artwork copy or uh, find a piece of artwork that inspires them. What inspires me is the, the empty artwork, the empty canvas so I can go on there and make something crazy. So when it comes out of you like that,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I can be, like I say, it's usually pain that makes some good paintings but happiness makes some good paintings too. Maybe not my favorite type
0: <laughs> but, you know. What's your favorite type? Of-
1: it, my favorite type is abstract. I like, I like to mess with people's minds. I think, um, one thing that I used to mess with people's minds is religions and symbols. Mm-hmm. I'm not a very religious person, and I'm not a very, uh, you know, deep con- uh, conspiracy theory type person. But I know people are, and I know that's people's weaknesses in their brains. You know, you put a cross, you put a, a cross next to uh, some devil horns. People don't know what to think. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I like to put a cross in there. I like to put a saint in there. I put a devil in there. I put a gun in there. I put a heart in there. I put a daughter in there. I put it all in there, and it just together good like
0: that. Like, what is he what is yeah.
1: That's what they think, but it's really, I want to stir your emotions in your head. You know what I mean? Because, like, I, I don't think I can make anybody uh, think a certain thing, but I can make you feel a certain way by looking at it. You know exactly. what I mean? I want to just stir it up.
0: Anything you see, like, you can see someone crying, like,
1: oh my God. Right.
0: You see some excitement, like, damn, you don't even know what's going on. You're like, wow. You know, you just. Evoke what what you see. So, what are some other things that you do?
1: Uh, I think. Well, I'm running uh, my company, Mudwing Media, which is a uh, an animation company. It's a production company. Most people in Chicago only know it as a production company, but it's a it's a it's like ninety percent ninety percent of my income is animation, corporate animations that I do. I uh, you know companies hire me to make whatever it is, something small to maybe a bigger. Uh, Animation. I give it to them. They pay me, and what I do is I pay my bills, and then, you know, I, uh, that buys my time and pays my rent, and then I can help Chicago out. So I shoot music videos for uh, artists in Chicago, uh, just to bring them quality. I think it is. I'm not in. The, I'm not in the race of trying to be a director or be this person or be better than that person. But none. I'm not even in there to really help artists that hard. You know what I mean? I just like to make shit. Mm-hmm. You know, and when I work with an artist, that artist has to allow me to make things. And if he don't allow me to make things, I don't want to make shit, you know. and it, Or if I'm not allowed to make my own things, I have to charge. And I don't feel, I don't feel comfortable charging local artists in Chicago because they go to work. or right. well, they sell drugs, I don't get whatever it is. They got to work for that money and they give it to me. That's hard. I'd rather charge them corporations, right. tax them because it's faceless money. You don't even know where that money coming from. They don't care. People paying you don't even know where it's coming from. Right take it from the rich, and I give all my skills to the under. poor. It's not even the poor, but in, in, in relationship to where the world is and everything, I want to take my production skills that I, I feel were at a certain level and offer it to Chicago, up the quality in Chicago.
0: So, so say you're working with a a, a rapper and he no. doesn't allow you total creative control. Like,
1: it happens a lot.
0: Do you think that's because they... They're so one track minded that they don't want someone else to be like, boom.
1: I think creativity is so subjective. There's not one person in this world who is not creative. I always say it. goldfish are creative, dogs are creative, everybody's creative. You know what I mean? You just gotta it just comes down, you gotta be able to trust the person you hire. Cause if you hiring a person, obviously you trust that motherfucker for something. If you, if you have, I don't feel, I don't, feel, cause he, look, I can, so, so we're talking about music videos. I, if I go into a project, I could either go in as a director or a videographer. You don't want me as a videographer because then anybody can do that. I'm just a guy holding the count. Right. There's plenty of directors out here and they do good. But my special power, special power is directing, you know, and that's, uh, that's a step above, uh the actual videography work. So the directing is like coming up with the concept and the making it match the song and all that, you know, and that, that's that's key. That's key. And I think uh, pretty much only time you'll see me do a video is when I pretty much have control because I don't I don't like to not have control over. It. Because then the person's not gonna I can't have somebody come to me and say like man, I love your work, love your work. And I'm like, all right, let's work. And then they say, Alright, but I want you to do it this way. You don't go to you don't go to a motherfucking kitchen. Tell the cook how to cook your you cook your shit right. Exactly. You go there and you see his menu. You see what he offering. He might not be offering everything, but he like man, this shit fire, right? Now, you know. So you order off the menu. You know what <laughs> I mean? You don't go in there and ask for all the special shit going go piss the cook off. Okay. Uh, so yeah.
0: Just
1: I like I like to do it my way. If anybody watching this and they people hit me and they always got all these ideas they want to do, I hear you got ideas, but we all got ideas. It ain't about. And ideas about having that idea that fits your track.
0: You know, that is why. Like, <laughs> it's so funny with the way when you say that. Because and then I think, like, everyone's video is kind of like the same. Like everyone want to stand on the block. It's like, mm-hmm. I feel like you look at it as it's a blank canvas, and you're going to make it fit.
1: It's got to fit. That's the key. Like, if, if a video doesn't fit. And look, I'll, I'll, let me take a step back, too. There's a lot of videos that look the same. A lot of people talk shit about the, um you know, the drill movement videos where everybody's just in the, with the bangers and all that. I was always the person who said, I don't mind looking at that. The rest of the world don't mind looking at that. Mm-hmm. White folks out there in the middle of the world, way the out there looking at Chief Keep, that's, they on safari looking at that shit. It's like they in the thing looking at like, yeah, look at the motherfuckers in there with bangers <laughs> and shit, shirts off. That's how they do that shit? Yeah. Only people in Chicago are like, man, I don't want to see that. Step outside of Chicago, people are like, man, that's what it's like and let it whole. There was a whole rush of shit people wanted to see. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's different, there's different scales of videos. I don't, you can't talk shit about the people whose videos look the same because it serves a purpose.
0: You know. So, outside, do you work with the youth?
1: Yeah, I do. Uh, I uh, have a animated film that I I incorporated them heavily in. A bunch of kids
0: um,
1: <clears throat> at the art institute. At the SAIC, they opened up a place on the west side, and they had a bunch of 10, 11, 12, 13-year-olds, and then I had to create characters, and make voices, and give me music, and all kind of stuff. I'm putting that in one of my own personal projects. Yeah, and they, uh, You know, they love it, too. They yeah, show them the whole process of it. Animation is something I think is about to blow up. and. Um, when I say blog, it's going to become more accessible is what I mean. It's going to become simpler for people to do it, so it's going to be in everybody's videos. Mm-hmm. And I can give some kids a head start on it. They might have a head start in their animation career like I did when I was younger, and helped me get to now.
0: Do they respect you? Like, you're like teaching them something. I feel like if you put something in front of a child at an early age and they, they grasp it, they, like,
1: right.
0: tend to... And they, 10, they, 10, they, 10 they,
1: they, they open. They open they want to learn when you get to a certain age you don't want to learn no more so uh, yeah they sponges so they learn they learn uh 10 times quicker than any of age intern who will come in here you know anybody who's 10 11 12 will learn quicker they'll, they'll absorb more knowledge than any anybody over 18 it seems like
0: i don't know so it seems like the little babies is is your most better most uh qualified interns at this point. Yes. Right. Because I was uh, reading on your website, um, it was like one of the questions you had on it was like, (laughs) do you accept interns? And you're like, only if they're willing to learn.
1: Yeah, that's because, like I was saying, where I work is a very creative thing. and Creativity is subjective. And you have people coming here who do their own thing. And then when they uh, come into my world, they feel like they can, instead of learning from it, which they're there to do, they feel like they can improve it. Uh, which, I, you know, I'm not down, I'm not, you know, I'm I'm all for of listening, mm-hmm. but you can't, you can't spend one day in my world that you can improve it because it's deep, you know what I mean? There's all kind of crazy shit behind it, you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, but I, I, I like to have interns that like to learn. Interns I like to learn, they learn a lot. Interns I like to learn, they, they, they become very uh, big assets in the field.
0: Because they're more receptive to change. And community.
1: experience. I think what it is, you gotta, you gotta have experience. You gotta earn. You gotta. <clears throat> experience is important. And 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 the fast track to speed up your experience is to listen to somebody else's experience and add it to your own mm-hmm. before you fuck it up yourself. You know what I'm
0: saying? Right. So when you, I'm gonna take it back a little. What, um, how did you know that, like, painting and drawing that was your niche? Uh,
1: I think it's more of a, you know, you start painting drawing when you're five. So, uh, and then, you know, you love it. You get older. I think with me, you get older. Then you figure out, like, oh, this is dope. It's a, it's rare. Not a lot of people can do it. But where's the money at? So what you got to do is you got to find different routes. You got to you got to take what you've trained your eye to draw, all the stick man you've drawn. You're training your eye. You're training your brain. You're training colors. You're training lines and compositions and all that shit. Then you just, then you just go make some logos and websites and all that shit. And you'll be like, man, i learned all this since five years old. All I have to learn is the, the computer technical program to make the actual logo. You know what I mean? But right. I can picture the logo on my – I can could, I could draw it. I can picture it in my head. But when to finally make it, I just need the tool, to, uh, the actual computer to do it. You know? Uh, but, like, yeah, you teach – I think if you learn how to draw early, it translates to all kind of things visually. I think that's what happened to me, because after all, after everything I've done, it's still one thing that I haven't been, to, I haven't got to yet, is to be able to paint 100 percent all the time.
0: Yeah.
1: Still trying to get there. You know what I mean? So.
0: So you you're probably gonna retire and, and go to an island and just paint fourth <laughs> seven.
1: I wish. Yeah. I wish I would.
0: In a perfect world.
1: In a perfect world, Well, rich with a lot of money. All <laughs> so, right. Okay.
0: Do you um like can someone come into your space and purchase your paintings or your artwork?
1: Yeah, I got a I have a website I just put up. It's DaVinciArt leondavinciart.com. leondavinciart.com. And um I got canvases up there, posters up there. A couple of little things up there, you know. But you could always come to my art gallery, 629 West Cermak. And uh Look at some stuff. If you're you know, interested in artwork, you say,
0: "Hey, I want this."
1: Yeah. Or if you want to hire, if you're looking for a good production team that you can trust, that's where you, you need to come here for that too. You know, this is that's, that's what we do a lot here. You no, know, it's a good production team we have here. We can do some crazy shit.
0: Are you working
1: on anything right now? Uh, yeah. It, it's so many things that it's a never-ending. I got corporate work I got to do. I have uh, helped to create direction for some company. And I work with my business partner to do some other animation shit. It's, it's always it's a lot of little things in the, in the works. Always a lot of little. If there's, ever, if there's ever a time where I don't have anything in the works, then I'm in trouble. You know? means, uh, that means what, what's next. You know, I should always know what's next. You right. know, it should always be something. When, once it's checked off, I got to have a list of shit. You know what I mean? Otherwise, I'm not comfortable. I have to be swamped, you know what I mean?
0: Oh, you like to be in, in golf and work? I have to be. Are you like, do you ever get out in the town? or you just more like
1: uh, in
0: your own world?
1: Definitely in my own world. not too interested in, Uh, I'm not, not a very social person. A lot of people from Chicago know that. Well, A lot of them know that if you want to fuck with me, you got to just kind of catch up with me at the time or whatever. Mm-hmm. You won't catch me at the club? My birthday was the other day. I was at my guy' crib on 87th Street, drinking liquor and watching the game, and that's all I wanted to do. Uh, and if it wasn't that, my my second choice would have been right here, doing some work. You know, so no, I, I ain't too social, really. I don't get that. You know why? <laughs> Probably because I, I might sound confident because I'm in my world. Once you get me outside of my world, I'm not. I, I might not be as confident in other things. You know?
0: Yeah. yeah. So I could talk
1: about this shit all day. Because this, because this is yeah, this is what I fully need. yeah.
0: So how do you know? If say you're working on a piece, how do you
1: know when it's done? Uh, what artwork?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's never done. None of them. I don't think I've ever completed the canvas yet. I really don't think I have. I've sold canvases. ten you might have cut this part out, but I've sold canvas. No,
0: I'm
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, talking. But I've sold canvases that you know they're just, they're never done because I could always look at it and. Um, Want to tweak? I don't, perfection is not my thing. I don't. I, I'm anti-perfection. I think perfection. You just you chase perfection and you end up hitting a brick wall and not doing nothing. You know what I mean? I'm not on that. I'm. I'm I get it to eighty percent. Let it ride. Right. You know what I mean? I don't. People think I'm a perfectionist, but I can't. I can't be a perfectionist. I don't see the perfection in anything. You know.
0: That's interesting that you say that because everyone's like you got to be hundred percent. You got to make yeah. sure that it's done, completed. Mm-hmm.
1: But then, uh, but then, the, like. When you're running a business, it's it's about turnaround too. Creativity is cool, but number one, turnaround. You gotta turn the shit around. You gotta turn around quick.
0: Because you don't turn
1: around quick enough, you don't get paid, you might not even get that, you might not get your uh you check, you might not they might not use the video you make or whatever. And uh and that's the that's the business world of why you gotta keep it moving. But when it comes to the artwork mm-hmm. I keep it moving because when I'm halfway through one painting, I already have an idea for the next one. I just need to hurry up get this shit over with so I can get to this one. You know what I mean? So
0: What excites you about like your animation and when you're creating artwork?
1: You know, people's reaction to it.
0: Okay.
1: I think your rea- I think the reaction and uh explanation for it. I think that's the best part. I don't like explaining the work, I like people telling me. Uh, what they think about it
0: that stuff like this particular piece yep. what I say is like, it's like it's like the weirdest shit I've probably seen <laughs> right? but it's like it entraps you because you're like you feel like sadness and you're like no but it's not that sad because it's kind of like cool and it's just like you just don't know
1: Good, because I don't know either, <laughs> so I want you it's to like tell me. like
0: everything is it's just so different.
1: Good, and I, I drew a beer on that. That's what the yellow is. Spill some beer on that. I actually got a video of me making, I actually got a video of me making pretty much all these in here. I've got videos of it that I haven't released yet.
0: Do you work best, like, um, like, are you one of those, like, if you wake up in the middle of the night and you just like just get to it because you're feeling a certain thing? I think I'm the
1: type, like, yeah, I think I'm the type that's always just up in the middle of the night, so making something that I can't go to sleep until it's done, type of thing. So it's like, uh, like, I had this thing where I kind of started this morning, Mm -hmm. and I can't wait to get back to it whenever the hell I get back to it, and then who knows when that's going to be finished with that. could be four in the morning, five in the morning, who knows? You know, I might not even be done with it, but. It's just, I think it's, like I said, it's always, I always got to be swamped with stuff. Mm-hmm. I think I always have to be swamped with ideas. It's just about what's next, what's the hierarchy, what's next, what's next to do. You
0: know. So do you, has anyone ever asked you, like, can you teach me how to paint, can you show me what you do?
1: Yeah, well, to te- I don't think anybody asked me how to teach you how to draw or paint or anything, I don't think that's something I can teach. I mean, uh, I don't know, because there's more to painting. You know, you got to learn how to draw, I think, first, and then you learn know how to paint. A lot of people ask how to do the production shit, which is hard because, like I said before, that's the creative world, and everybody else has a better idea on how you do it. You know, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, well, you can do it your way. And I think the best way, what I, the way I like to teach people who come in here like that, with, they come in here wanting to learn, but then they get here and they feel like they know a better way to do it. What I like to let them do is I trick them into learning, like, oh, you know, you have a better way, right? That's funny because I've been using this lights and this camera in this studio for two years. So what you got? You must have something fucking genius. And you <laughs> let him do it, and you see all the shit go wrong, and you point it up without you help. You let him fumble, let his sound get fucked up, let his camera, you know, let the shot be all wrong. You let him know, and then you say, "Bro, if you would listen to me, it might have sounded stupid, but all these problems problems could have been fixed if you would have just listened to
0: mm-hmm.
1: the first five minutes of what I told you." Right. Yeah. It's about the experience. But so, what he, if they didn't want to learn off theory of what I could teach them, I got to let them bust his head. That's so how I say, when I do my kids, I'm going to let them bust his head I'm going to say, Get your ass up. I told you. Dude,
0: that's I
1: don't care. Little
0: fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. But I say, like, th- my daughter my and my son, they get hurt. I say, Man, you're tougher now. You ain't going to get a scratch there no more. He's like, Man, I got scratched. You know, I got hurt right there. I'm like, All right, you good. Now this shit's metal. You good right there. You know, Lying, but you know, it's a It's a, it's a, it's a, <laughs> a myth. Yeah, you know.
0: So what is, um, what is some advice you could give someone um, like yourself but they're scared to to try it? Or try what? Try anything. Like if they know that they're creative and they don't want to, they're scared of like somebody judging them or something like that, and they mm-hmm. want to get into the, to this realm of things, like what would you say to them to encourage them?
1: I think if anybody's scared, it would be um – um. What I like to call They scared of the rat race Which I talked to Tan about And um, The rat race is something That has people You have You're comparing your work To other people's work Probably people you don't even know You're comparing where you are In the world To people you don't know Comparing Your job To people you don't know you in the race if you, if you If you feel that pressure If you add pressure to yourself And it's you adding pressure to yourself mm-hmm. Step back Slow down look, look what the fuck you want to do You know what I mean because when you in a when you feel like you're nervous about what other people think or uh you know things like that, that means you racing. You try to keep up with all these other people. Now, like fuck that. On, yeah, yeah let, let them go. Do you. Because if you laser focus, you ain't
0: got to run.
1: You'll you'll get there and you'll get there quicker. You know what I mean? You might find a shortcut or whatever. So anybody who's scared to do it or whatever, just 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 do it. Fuck everybody else, just do it. And I know everybody says that, but you literally have to say, man, fuck everybody else. People say to me, like, man, did you see my guy's video? No, I I haven't seen it. I don't wanna see it. I'm sorry, I don't care. Like it's nothing negative, it's probably dope, but that three minutes, I got a lot of shit I wanna do. And three minutes is a lot of time for me. You know what I mean? Like I could I'd rather not watch it and watch something else. I'm sorry. You know.
0: Something that you enjoy
1: doing. Yeah, like yeah, I'd rather exactly.
0: I take you as the kind of person that you ain't gonna run my time like your time is precious, you can't that precious. Even get nothing back.
1: You know, and that's just, that's a lot, that's a life of, you know, when you're a parent, when that when that uh when that perspective hits you, when that shorty come in the world, and you start judging your life compares to the new life in the world, you know, like oh man, I ain't got no time. No more. He got the time. So baby's got the time. You ain't got the time no more. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't. One thing. One thing everybody know about me is I don't like wasting time, and I like to move fast, and I like shit to get done, and I'm not sitting here revising shit and perfecting shit, dropping it.
0: <laughs> You're know saying everything. I think that everyone thinks, but they like they second guess themselves when they say it. Mm-hmm. But when you hear someone else say it, and it's just so cut and dry, it's like this is it, and it does, I don't give a fuck about nothing else. Like mm-hmm. it's just boom, boom, boom. So
1: experience a lot of fucking up. I think a lot of messing up, and a lot of wins, a lot of losses. And then you figure out what the what the combination, of the science is behind it. What side of town are you from? Uh, I grew up on the yeah. south side. Had kids when I was on the west side, and uh, but I was born in Vancouver, and I moved to Chicago like a, uh, when I was like two years old. So, so like, he, was, he was
0: raised
1: here. Yeah, well, moved, moved we right. actually moved straight to Hyde Park, in the middle of the Blackstone era. I grew up on Blackstone Street. I got the mixed family on the block. You know, there's always a mixed family on the block, right? Yeah. I was that mixed family, but we had. We was on Blackstone Street. If you know about the Stones, and you know about High Park in the 90s, we was in the midst of that shit, and I didn't know nothing about it until I got older, and I heard the stories, you know? So, uh, yeah, I carry that with me.
0: Well, that's what I mean. That gives you... I feel like when you're raising, like, uh, high-profile areas that has, like, a lot of street um, history to it, it builds your character, you know, it, it like it it, it, feed, it, it feeds, feeds
1: your future, you. I thought. Because, like, you, I see them, like maybe that's why I like to shoot music videos. I always saw them fucking rapping and break breakdancing. You know, that was the, mm-hmm. the hip hop era, the elements, the breaking and the graffiti and all that. I was in it. And, and I loved music videos. Watch, new, watch, watch, watch Nas music videos all the time. Nas is my favorite artist. And maybe that's, like you said, it planted a seed. Yeah. Pied Park planted that seed in me, didn't even know it.
0: Because you know? it's also one of those nice areas. It's still a, a nice area, but I think, like, in the 90s, it was.
1: It was a lot different.
0: <laughs> you didn't
1: like, want to stay there in the
0: 90s. <laughs>
1: if, you was, if you wasn't if you wasn't from Chicago, you wasn't going to I Park in the 90s. Right. You wasn't.
0: So if you weren't like painting or not painting, drawing, painting, doing what you do now, what do you think you would be doing?
1: I kind of feel, I feel like I would be working in the hospital somewhere because I had a lot of hospital jobs in my life. I would just be like Transport or environment something, something like that Working at a hospital uh, Getting my 401k Getting my insurance <laughs> And retiring at motherfucking you know, 70 years old Working there for 40 years Or something like that. that That's where I would be And I'd probably be happy I won't lie like I would, I'm not saying I wouldn't be happy Doing it Because if I was doing that My life would be figured out all I know right. that right now I don't know what the hell you know, I don't know what the hell Is going on But if I had a 401k And I had retirement And all that shit I know what I'm, I know what I'm headed to
0: but here's a, doing what you're doing. Like you're an entrepreneur, so it's like it's every day. Every day is different. It's like you you create your own lane on a
1: day to day basis. Yep, day to day. Yep, and uh that, that it sounds good, but then also at the same time, if your shit tanks, it's your fault. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like, like yeah, like. Sounds like yeah, you can do whatever you want, but at the same time, your shit messing up. Ain't nobody to blame. You know what I mean? And it's it's, one it's of on them. you. You know what <laughs> I mean? And so that that's 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 a real pressure. Up.
0: So. It takes. I think it takes more, um, like more guts, more drive, more ambition to be an entrepreneur versus going to work and working a nine to five every day.
1: Yeah, and I think I think one key thing about being an entrepreneur too is uh, just that. Don't don't look for that perfection. I think. It's gonna slow you down, and it's just not gonna work for you. I don't know. I, I really think profession is, holds a lot of people back from like getting jobs done. Like if you want to be an entrepreneur, which means starting your business and paying your taxes and making your money and all that shit, you gotta learn how to serve people. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Creativity. People don't always want creativity. They want a video done tomorrow. That's dope.
0: I think, well, I mean, I have a nine to five. I go to work every day, but I, it's like, I'm not fucking fulfilled there. Like, you're like, uh, here we are again. Huh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then, like, when you, it, it takes, like, obviously, like a lot of guts to be like, no, oh, fuck this. Let me do my own thing. You know what I'm saying?
1: And yeah, I think a lot of people think that when you're an entrepreneur, you really do everything yourself. But I work for people. My clients are my bosses. So I go to them and have to answer to them. So uh, I, I have a job might not be 9 to 5, but it's, it's definitely a job. It's like 24-7, actually. Yeah, I was
0: just going to say, it's not a 9 to
1: 5. you yeah, a work at 24-7. 24-7. Like, if they answer me, like, I, I can work 9 to 5 for myself. Mm-hmm. But if I only pick up phone calls between 9 and 5, you ain't
0: gonna get no I am, I'm missing a
1: whole lot of money. I didn't pick that shit up at 2 a.m., 3 a.m. Sorry, rappers. I don't know I'll be picking up phone calls. But when it be money, you know, I'll be picking that shit up. It'll be like 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m. I pick that shit up, and we go get that money. You know what I mean?
0: What are like some words that you live by, like that are like daily affirmations for you?
1: Uh, fuck it. It's one of them. Uh, which is it's real. That's real. Right. Um, I don't know. I got some good ones though, but I can't think of them right now. Like I know I notice know some things I always say to myself to help me like, get through shit, but uh, I can't think of one. But I know one of them is just forget it, man. Fuck it, if, it's, if people give you too much stress, fuck it. You feel like if people are putting too much pressure on them, fuck them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh This guy doesn't like your creativity, fuck him. Don't give him the video, don't work for him. Next, this will be somebody else.
0: Well, they say like if you get a little bit of fucking in your system, you're going a lot further than where you are.
1: Yeah, fuck it. let you get over some obstacles, I guess. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Instead
1: of getting stuck on him, be like, you know what? fuck it. I'm going to keep going anyway. <laughs> Like when like, when ja Rule, or like when 50 Cent killed Ja Rule, he was like, fuck it, I'm going to keep going anyway. And Ja Rule tried to come. I mean, he ain't coming. Okay, that's a bad example.
0: But like when somebody, when
1: somebody kill you, you know what I'm saying? And you just got to say, fuck it, I'm going to keep going. And I'm the people that win. You know what I mean? Like Ross, like 50 Cent and Ross. Like 50 Cent. Talked about Ross. And I remember I was hating Ross. I was like, oh, Ross, you're lost, man. He got your baby mama and all that. And Ross, he said, fuck it. Can't make it music. And I was like... I right, that shit hot. Right. <laughs> fuck with you, Ross. Yeah, fuck 50. And then they're next to Switzerland's like, man, fuck fifty. Yeah. I'm a you know?
0: flops the hats now.
1: Yeah, you know, so
0: are you um
1: I wish it was something more deep I can give you.
0: Drop me about a big that. a nice jewel. Yeah,
1: but it, yeah, for that for that uh for my little words of wisdom, but I don't have none right now.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm not a very wise motherfucker, so I'm just very I think it's just practical. Real. Practical.
0: Yeah, Yeah, because you've said, you've dropped a lot of tools, whether you've noticed it or not. A lot of things that you said is, are those things where like, um, if you have a a parent that's like always keeps it a hundred with you, Mm and they're like, man, fuck that, just do what you want to do, follow your dreams. It's like, you come off like that because you've you've been through so many things and you just straight shooter, straight no chaser, and it's, it's, it's easy, it's black and white.
1: Yeah, it's black and white, just like me. Black and white, mixed. There's, there's no in between. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, just cut, cut it dry to people, you know. Keep it clean. You
0: Keep it real. Do think that's the, the best way to be with people, though? I think, I think, yeah, you
1: can be real, but I don't think being real is like judging people and shit. Being real is being you. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm I'm, always cautious about critiquing people and shit because, like, I know creativity is subjective. What I think is dope, other person might not think is dope. Right. So you be real with people about where they're going, what they're doing. But you gotta understand when you're getting personal, people, and you're critiquing their work, because you're just now you're just picking apart little fuck shit that nobody cares about. You know right. what I mean? Like I don't, I don't like your color over there. You should try this. I will never say that. I'll never walk so much like, Man, if you try to add color to this, no, I'm gonna look at it and be like, this is what you did,
0: right?
1: And I can't add to it because I didn't make it. If I made it, I can add to it, right? But you made it, so you made it like this for a reason. Now, if you ask me to say something, I will, but I'm not gonna go critique people and all that. I'm not. You know, it's too subjective. I I know shit is subjective. I know when shit is objective and when shit is subjective.
0: Right.
1: It's a big difference, and it's clear as day. Do
0: you consider yourself like a mentor?
1: To people who can stick it out with me, yeah. People who stick it out with me, yeah. I think they can learn a lot. But you got to kind of throw out what you've learned from school. You got to throw out what you've learned from social media. You got to throw out what you know about popularity and all this other shit. And then, yeah, there's a I feel like I could teach somebody if they could erase those strikes in their brain. You know, if they could take those things out of their brain, then you could learn a lot of things. So, <clears throat>
0: excuse me. Um, I just realized i Edit.
1: Trying to think about something. Like Sorry,
0: my mind just online. like. right. Like um, so when when you're dealing with with the kids and you're you're teaching them like the animation stuff, Mm -hmm. does it like um does it like when you look at a child and you see like that hunger in their eye, does it do something to you? Like oh yeah,
1: yeah no, it's 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 really like you get a group of ten, twenty, then you get two. Uh, and that's just the reality of it. 20, Twenty kids ain't from all just love animation. You know what I'm saying? You don't get two. And then them two is the ones you're like, man. Either that kid might be an animator or there's going to be some arch that he's going to try to infuse in his life for the rest of his life. Just because maybe this little class, maybe I'll just say something to him that he'll like, you know. So, yeah, I, I, think, it's, I, think, it's, I think it's nice when you have a class and everybody's kind of goofing around. And you understand because it's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. But then there's a couple who'll be like, hey, Leon. And they ask me that right question how many keyframes do I need? I said,
0: bro, you know about keyframes? Come here. Let's
1: talk. Let's, here's my card. You know, let's go. Because you you understand it. You know what I mean? You're asking the right question. So yeah, when there's a kid that really like it, it's uh, it feels like you're changing something in the future.
0: Like You need to feel fulfilled.
1: Yeah.
0: So what is it? Um, <laughs> what what like in, inspires you?
1: Thing, um, it's funny. I had some people tell me. I think for the last few years, it's just been uh, the hardships of life, and I don't talk, I don't tell nobody about. I think I use that as a, as my uh, my spinach, man. I use that as my my motivator, my gas to the fire. I think that's what it is. Trust it's the pain you. of it. It's the, it's like uh, just the bullshit that you go through.
0: Your trials and tribulations.
1: Yep. And then you don't tell nobody about it, and you just put it into something, and people feel it, and so it's kind of like. Like wow, you okay, bro? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm glad you asked that because you see it, right? You see that there's something that's all the therapy I need. Just ask me that and appreciate this artwork. I'm good. That's like that's like letting the pressure valve out. You know, when you pop the pressure valve, and all of the fucking pressure come out. So <laughs> yeah. So the so my main my main inspiration is life experiences, good or bad.
0: So. Mudwig Media is is the like the hub, essentially of everything.
1: It's the it's the company that allowed me to leave my job um, and really explore creativity. Yeah, explore making things, allow me to create things. Yeah, that was my gateway.
0: So that's like your corporate entity, basically.
1: Yeah. And I still offer it to people in Chicago, who, uh, who can appreciate it. I work with a lot of people in Chicago. I work with people like uh, Alexander Blaine. I work with um, a lot of people. Uh, well, I won't say a lot. just a couple. And, you know, anybody who knows me, they know who I shoot the videos for because of the people who help me. They allow me to create, you know, and I need that pressure, uh, that pressure release, and they allow me to do that.
0: So so how do people get in contact with you
1: um, on Instagram it's probably best Leon Deadface Da Vinci or you can go to my website leondavinciart.com uh or you can follow my Instagram for the company which is Mudwing Media M U D W I N G Media uh, I don't post everything on there. We, most people will go on there, and you'll see a lot of Chicago shit. But that's probably ten percent of the work I do. I don't post probably ninety percent of it because it's corporate under contract work. Mm-hmm. But I put it up there, and I rep- I like to represent Chicago as the brand. You know, so I put a lot of rep- put a lot of people I work with in the Chicago music industry mm-hmm. on that Instagram.
0: Do you um, curate
1: art? Um. Uh, not really. I don't look at other people's art that much. I'm in my own world. I'm in my own world so bad that I couldn't. I, I work with other artists. I say the, the art I curate, it would be it'd be other artists that I would work with. Like, let's say I worked with a, a, a director, D Gaines. Mm-hmm. And, and we collaborated on something, you know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. But you're not just going to be out here. You, no, I think I'm an artist. I
1: think I want people to curate my art. You know, I think I'm in that place. I want people to put my art in the space. Because uh, if you gave me the chance to curate art, like an art show, I would throw everybody's shit out and only have my shit there. So you don't want me to curate it. <laughs> <laughs> I only have my shit. There.
0: Do you ever display your artwork?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, I go I do art shows. Sell That's where I sell most of my paintings, my canvases. Um, sold a couple online sell a lot of posters online and stuff like that. But yeah, like art shows, I, show, I, I do some art shows. Two or three a year, something like that, but when I have my own gallery like this, I like to throw art show here, that's just my, you know, because usually if you're in an art show, you with a whole bunch of other artists mm-hmm. and it's watered down to a certain extent.
0: But again, creative control, total control. Yeah,
1: if I have it in here, then I could do some weird stuff in here and that's what I like to do. You know, I want it to be an experience. I don't want to just be four canvases sitting on the wall in 5,000 square feet of space. You know what I mean? So, no, yeah. I
0: appreciate you taking your time out to talk to me.
1: Oh, yeah, no problem.
0: Because I, I, when I read it, it, was like, you're not a big talker, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> Unless I know what I'm talking
1: about. <laughs> you get me out of here and you talk about some whole other shit, I, I don't. I'm, a, I'm, I'm a, an antisocial person, pretty much. And a lot of people know that.
0: Well, I and I'm proud of
1: it because I feel like it helped me be who I am.
0: Well, that makes uh, me make uh, makes me feel special that you took time out to jam with me and ten, right? Oh, yeah. into your world.
1: Ten, trying to make me more um, more social. I appreciate that because I would be in my own back cave for the longest. <laughs> Shout out, ten.
0: I definitely appreciate it. Yep. Thank you for tuning in to Chicago's A Culture Podcast, brought to you by Chicago Industry Magazine. And on that note, peace.